0: Alright, welcome back to another episode of Magic with a K. I'm Daniel.
1: And I'm Alex.
0: And today we're actually going to be talking about tulpas, topomancy, all that kind of good stuff. And the first thing that I'm going to talk about is the fact that um, tulpas are usually identified as thought forms, so a lot of things that you, well if you create stuff on the astral plane, basically it will become physical form. That's pretty much common knowledge, at least in most of the occult circles. Yes. So it's one of those, you know, you'll, if you have something that you're creating and you're giving life to and everything like that, um, you'll usually bring it into your life. And the same is true with tulpas.
1: Now, tulpas differ from other thought forms that you create in that tulpas are usually deified. Or can be. Or can be.
0: Right. Um, so, it's one of those, if you... If you are if you are creating something, which is which is one of the first warnings I'm going to give everybody, if you're going to try to create something like a tulpa, uh, you need to basically know exactly what you're doing. That's number one. Number two is you better have a def- defined purpose for this thing, and some sort of timeline, yeah. because what you're doing is it's almost like the golem. If you've ever heard any of the stories of the golem, um, you know it's basically a protector stuff like that, but it can also turn into Frankenstein's monster. Yes. To where if you don't give it a purpose, you don't give it what it's supposed to be doing, it will turn into something that is going to probably turn on you and potentially will kill you. That's the warning that's behind that story.
1: Um, with them, the reality often is that if you don't give them a purpose, they will find a purpose. <laughs> and that purpose not, may not always be what you wanted them to find.
0: Right, so that's the reason that, you know, you give them a, a defined purpose, you also give them a timeline. So, for instance, let's say that you, one of the easiest examples I can think of is from actually uh, Modern Magic, the book there that we've talked about before, and you give them, because a lot of times what you're doing is, if you're creating, like let's say you're creating an artificial elemental, okay, so you know, you know about elementals, you know, air, fire, water, earth, Uh, even sometimes void, stuff like that, you know about all those, but it's the, okay, I'm going to artificially create one of those and put it into something or have it do something for me. Well, once again, if you don't give it a purpose, like she was talking about, it will find something to do. And therefore, can cause problems. Can and you don't you don't want it to one. You don't want it to cause problems in your life, but two, you really don't want it to cause problems in somebody else's life because then you're doing black magic. Yeah. And that can have repercussions. You can incur uh, some problems, especially potentially some, karmic problems. Some karmic
1: retribution. Uh, you slash. can
0: cause you can cause problems on the astral plane, which you know. It, that that means, you know, when you're trying to work with some of the entities that you try to work with, they may not want to uh, be as responsive because you let this elemental loose, and it's causing problems.
1: Um, and one of the other things that we need to mention straight off as a warning is not the warning that you typically expect to hear from a cultist, but it's the one I'm going to give you, and it is, remember that physics is real.
0: Oh, right, yeah.
1: That Matter and energy cannot be created and destroyed; simply change form. Right. There is a limit to how much energy you can put into something.
0: Yeah, true, and
1: once um, again, and there's a purposes. limit to how much belief you have to pour.
0: No, that's true too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a, a good example would be like, for instance, if you're creating a a protector for your house. And you pour it into uh, a vessel like let's say those um, the Chinese guard dogs that you see sometimes mm-hmm. on people's front porches and stuff like that or even lions that people put out there different things like that people put on their front porch mm-hmm. that are basically and they really are uh, in folklore and everything like that they are protectors of the household that's why you put them at the front door stuff like that. Well if you go an extra step as an occultist and put a protector elemental into it, let's say, you need to let that protector elemental know exactly what you want it to do and how long it's going to be doing the job. Now, you can you can tell it that you want it to do the job for the rest of your natural life. So however long you live, now you may have to recharge it a little every now and again. That's a possibility. But the other part is you need to tell it exactly what, it, what you want it to do when it's protecting your house. Yes. So is it supposed, is it supposed to protect from everybody except for you and your family? Is it supposed to protect from only strangers? And how exactly is it supposed to do that? You know, how is it supposed to... Because, once again, it will decide if you don't tell it.
1: (laughs) There is a bit of um, warning that comes from sci-fi movies. Like, if anyone ever saw iRobot, Oh, yeah. Where um, the robot, the artificial intelligence is told to protect humanity. Right. And because the, they were given these broad sweeping mm-hmm. rules, they didn't have constraints on those rules. So if you're saying, if you're creating an entity to protect your home, you need to clarify what that means to you right um the way i always thought about it is um i used to work in retail and i would tell people who worked for me i need you to go clean the bathroom okay well what what do i mean by clean the bathroom so often i would say i need you to clean the bathroom now i need you to tell me what that entails Mm -hmm. so i need this uh Elemental, for example, to protect my home, I need to tell it what I mean by protect my home because right. protect my home could mean protect my home from everything, including me. Right. Uh, it could mean making my home a very hostile environment for everything. Mm. Um. That's not what I want. <laughs> it's not what <laughs> most people want. So you need to be very specific.
0: Right, and you know this is because the difference here is you're not dealing with. If you're creating these, you're not dealing with a spirit who already has time and experience. And And so, the difference being, yeah, they they are brand new to the world. So, you are, for all intents and purposes, you are the parent. However, that being said, you only get to tell the rules one time. That's it. Yeah. And... You know, now you you can you can get rid of them. There are ways to get rid of them,
1: and you uh, can add into the rules mm-hmm. that you are allowed to alter and change them, but you have to state that up front,
0: right? So once again, it it is a process. It, if you're going to do this, I would suggest lots of study, lots of research. Make sure you know exactly what you're doing and exactly how you're doing it. Uh, some people and I will go along with this as well is there are people that create tulpas because, one, that that may be their gift, not knowing that they're creating them.
1: Yes. Um, and let's clarify. So there's a couple different created entities. So mm-hmm. there's artificial elementals, mm-hmm. there's servitors, there's tulpas. Mm-hmm. These are not all necessarily the same thing. Right. Um, but they all exist because you use your own will to will... Your power and the ambient power in the universe into a shape. Right. That's the down and dirty version of it. Yeah, basically. Today we're not going to tell you how to do this (laughs) because...
0: Some of it's it's, advanced magic. this
1: is pretty advanced. We just want to help educate you on what these things are and what to do if and when you come across them and if you inadvertently do this because many people have done it. So I think a great example of a Tulpa specifically Mm -hmm. is Santa Claus. Yeah. Because Santa Claus occupies a sort of deified aspect. We talked about it last time. (laughs) Uh, And we pour belief into him. Right. He exists in a very real way because of the belief we pour into them. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When we stop believing, he stops existing. Right. Um, and that is true of tulpas and mm-hmm. most gods.
0: Right. And that's the reason that I said, you know, sometimes you may have to, if you are doing this, you may have to recharge your tulpa uh, depending on what exactly is going on and also depending on what it's been having to do. So if it's been, like, let's go back to the protector aspect. If it has been protecting your home from strangers who may have been trying to break into your home, then, yeah, it may need a recharge because it may have expended a lot of energy getting rid of those strangers. Yeah. Um, And, once again, you've got to know those things. You've got to know how to do that. You've got to know how to properly do that because, once again, uh, recharging, I will say that, recharging them is extremely easy (laughs) if you know how to do it. Uh, Yeah.
1: And depending on the elemental servitor tulpa Mm -hmm. that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Um elementals and servitors specifically, if you don't actively recharge them, yeah. Have the ability to steal the energy from you. Or others. Or others. Uh Tulpas in general, if they're not if they're not getting the active energy, they dissipate. Yeah. Um, but um Some servitors and elementals do that as well, but most of them have the ability to say, "You know, I'm going to plug in whether you agreed to or not."
0: Right. Yeah. So there you go. That'd be a good example that I was just thinking about. So if anybody's ever watched the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, Freddy Krueger is a tulpa. He is absolutely
1: a tulpa, Uh,
0: and therefore, yeah, very evil. And uh, it's one of those he can he can be defeated in multiple ways. But one of the best ways is to make everybody forget about him. Mm-hmm. Because then, as was, if you ever saw the one, uh, Jason versus Freddy, which I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm just saying yeah. it was funny. Okay, it was. it was. It was very funny. There were a lot of funny parts in it. Um, but if you watch that movie, that's one of the things that Freddy even talks about in the beginning. Yeah. Is everybody forgot him. And yeah. therefore he has no power. Yeah, so because you
1: couldn't... Yeah. Dream about him if you didn't know about him.
0: Exactly, and so they had got they had figured out a way to get rid of Freddy.
1: Yeah,
0: they really had, and so that was the reason he had to you know go and find Jason and bring Jason back and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, he he was extremely angry because even though he was in diminished, uh, extremely diminished power, he was still existed, which can be true depending mm-hmm. on yeah what they are and what they're doing. But for the most part, yeah, tulpas they'll just.
1: Disfade. They'll fade.
0: They'll fade out of existence.
1: Now, and they become can become more powerful because mm. you don't have to be the only one who pours the energy and belief into them. Mm-hmm. Again, we come back to Santa Claus. The person who... The group of people who created what we see as Santa Claus mm-hmm. isn't here anymore. The rest of us are pouring our belief and energy into it. Right, absolutely. Um, and that's true of a lot of gods mm-hmm. um, and, and <laughs> deities. Uh, yeah. And... Tulpas are like deities in that aspect, yeah. and they do often have deified powers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but because of the energy we pour into them.
0: Like, see, I would say that you now this was back. Uh, this was back several years now. Uh, if anybody remembers the internet thing, Slender Man. Well, yep. Slender Man, I think, started as potentially a tulpa but I really think he's become a servitor now over the years yeah. because he seems to be able to appear at will, which Tulpa shouldn't be able to do. No. Uh, but servitors can. They sure can. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's like I would think... There, there are several things like that, that through our mythologies and through our folklore and everything like that, we've either... They started as some one thing and then they turned into another, or... Vice versa, you know, it, it it just depends on what they were in the beginning.
1: Now, servitors, as the name implies, often serve a purpose for their creator. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to think that they are like slaves or no. anything of that nature, um, but they are a being that is created to serve a purpose, yeah. be it protection, be it drawing something to you, being yeah. You know, um, all sorts of things. Um, You know, uh, a common servitor that is created by a lot of kids are their imaginary friends.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So that's a servitor that is created by a child for the sole purpose of amusement and companionship.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: when the child outgrows it, the servitor often dissipates. Right. Now, sometimes they don't. And that can be its own separate problem. Right. We've all
0: seen that. <laughs> well,
1: I, I've seen it. Um, you come across <laughs> a servitor that is following around a, a teenager or an adult because they're, they didn't dissipate. They're actively siphoning the energy themselves. Right. Um, and so that is a thing that does happen. But in general, most of them are able to dissipate because they were not consciously created,
0: Right. And, and I
1: think that's an important distinction is right. when you unconsciously create a servitor or a tulpa or something right. versus when you actively create
0: it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because the, of course the unconscious mind, the subconscious and everything, it can, it can do a good job of potentially creating something to help you that you may not even know you need. Um, So, therefore, it's one of those, a lot of times, it'll create things to, um, well, like, yeah, for instance, loneliness, right? Mm -hmm. Loneliness is one of the main reasons that, especially kids, create um, imaginary friends. Mm -hmm. And usually the imaginary friend is usually not not even a human-type Uh, thing. They're usually
1: not uh, fully anthropomorphic. Right.
0: You know, it it can be, it can be all kinds of stuff. And that's okay. It's, it's, well, it's there to help that child in some aspect because, yeah, subconsciously that child needs that. Yeah. Now, if consciously they're creating that, that's where you get into the, it keeps following them around. It keeps Mm -hmm. on. Because, those or don't want to leave. Out of trauma. Yeah. Oh man. Those are probably. By the way, I will say that those are probably the worst to deal with because they are very. Whew, attached. They're very attached, and they're very protective. Yes. Of that attachment. Uh, um, yeah.
1: To hmm. the detriment of the host.
0: Even though they don't believe that.
1: Even though they don't believe it, yeah. they can be attached to the yeah. detriment of the host.
0: Now, if you can convince them of that they'll usually destroy themselves pretty quick um, because that's not what they were supposed to be doing in the first place, and then they come and realize. It's kind of like giving a, uh, yeah, there you go. It's kind of like giving the all-knowing computer the equation, uh, tell me what the equation is for pi. Yeah. The full equation. Well, you'll make the computer blow itself up because there's no end to Pi.
1: Exactly. So Tell me what... Give me the full... The solution. Nu- the full number.
0: Yeah, the full solution for Pi. Well, it it can't. It'll just explode. Yeah. Uh, I do have an actual book here I'll, I'll talk about. Uh, Magical Servitors by Damon Brand. It's actually out of a group called the Gallery of Magic. They're actually a pretty good group. Uh, but he talks about, you know, like he's created Servitors before to help him write novels he he writes under another name and he writes novels and it was crafted for that specific purpose in mind uh it wasn't designed for anything else and once it had fulfilled that purpose then it, it he it basically was told that it could you know leave at that point when he finished the novel okay your your service is done yeah. and now you can yeah. go you can go back into the
1: The astral plane,
0: basically, or whatever, and causing no harm to anybody or anything, and there you go. And he talks about that on a couple of different things, and it does does talk about how to do some of this. Uh, There are, which is the reason I'm mentioning it is because there are protections as well that uh, will help. But, yeah, I would, uh, just like I always do, and we do, we, we caution people all the time. Magic is fun. It, it really is. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun.
1: I would not do this if it was not yeah, fun. Yeah,
0: right. Uh, however, just always always make sure that you follow, well, yeah, you follow the rules <laughs> to a certain extent and that you're you're safe.
1: Don't summon anything you can't get rid of.
0: Well, and you and I know, sometimes you won't know that until you do. Yeah. Um, but the other part about it, with, with Servitors, Tulpas, Elementals, stuff like that, for the most part they're here to help you, mm-hmm. especially if you consciously create them and pour energy into them. They're here to help. And once again, they need a specific thing to help you on. They need yeah. you, okay, hey, this is, this is the guidelines for it. This is what we're doing. So what I do, I don't know if you do this, what I do is I actually will sit down and write out exactly what I want it to do, exactly how I want it to accomplish, and exactly what the rules are for this thing. Whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely do that as well. I write out exactly what I... Exactly what I want it to do. And mm-hmm. then I also put in limitations and barriers. Oh, like, yeah. do this, do not do this. Right. Do this, don't let this happen. Right. Um, you know, I write fail-safes into them.
0: Absolutely. Be-
1: if X happens... Then... Stop. Right. Dissipate. Done. Right. Um...
0: Because they need that guidance, once again.
1: Because these are, again, it's, a lot of the things we've talked about are very ancient beings oh, and yeah. spirits. These are things that look at us like children <laughs> toddling around, <laughs> and trying to figure out which end is up. Right. But when we talk about tulpas and servitors and um, created elementals, we're talking about us being these ancient beings and they're the child the to- yeah. toddlers yeah we really have to spell everything out from because they just don't have the experience
0: right or if- i mean
1: and children don't have experience that's right. why adults have to help them out with things right um or even
0: some adults we have to help out with things
1: it's why when <laughs> you it's why when i deal with demons the demons are often like okay here are the rules yeah uh, and you know sometimes you get smacked upside the head told you're being an idiot that's always
0: fun. Well, you know, like we've we've talked about, for instance, um, when I deal with with angels, it's always <laughs> it's always a conversation about how this is going to further the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, and and they once again they will let you know if now this isn't really going to do this is this is you're selfish and they'll yeah. tell you that. Uh, which sometimes is hard to hear. Yeah. Because it's one of those, well, hey, I really thought that this would... If this helps me out, which causes me to be a better person, then I'll, But it's one of those, yeah, they'll let you know real quick. Because, once again, they've been around a long time. Yeah. Um, they can see a much bigger picture. Yeah, very them. much so. And so, therefore, yeah, you know, we're... Yeah, we're looking... You know, most of us, if, if you... If you live past 75, you've beat the average.
1: Oh, yeah, you've so, beat the odds. But,
0: but think about that. You know, you we're, we're only, you know, frankly, in this meat suit for usually anywhere between 70 and 90 years, some of us. Yeah. And uh, very few of us go beyond that. And very few of us, thankfully, very few of us don't live that long now. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, yeah, 70 to 90. So you're only getting 70 to 90 years out of this. Well, you're dealing with.
1: Millennium.
0: yeah now once again now we'll come back to it it's but on the other end with the tulpas the servitors and the created elemental stuff you're dealing with brand new yeah so yeah don't expect them to to know the rules don't expect them to know anything about what's going on Um, and yeah just like just like kids if if you don't set those boundaries uh, they will they will try and see what's what's going on and what's okay and how can I do... Well, you know, you, you said to do this, so I just went and tore down half the house. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want you to do that. Well, you didn't say I couldn't, so yeah. it's like... Oh. Yeah,
1: You the example being uh, create a servitor to find something that you've lost. Well, they may tear half uh, the house down to find it, but they found it, right. but at what cost, right? Right. Um, Now, again, we're talking about tulpas and servitors and created elementals that you are creating. Yes. Um, Understand that when we, especially when we talk about tulpas, Mm -hmm. tulpas very specifically have this ability to live so far beyond their creator. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh.
1: So you can encounter tulpas Mm -hmm. that are hundreds, thousands of years old. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Some
0: of them still doing what they were created for
1: yeah.
0: because those were sometimes powerful magicians mm-hmm. that poured a lot of energy into them. Or at least gave them the instructions to be able to pull energy from other sources yeah. and therefore stay alive. Some of them are still working towards the ends of those magicians. Yeah. Uh, like I said, once again, they've been dead for a long time yeah. and the Tulpa is still carrying out the orders. Yeah. Uh, there's... <laughs> There's actually, there's a story that there is still a knight guarding a castle in England that is a tulpa. Oh. Yeah. Um, he supposedly is still there, and it's one of those, he's pretty good at what he does, apparently, and he's able to drive people off who aren't supposed to be there, um, and apparently that's where a lot of some of the ghost stories come from for that castle is from that night, yeah, and that's always been kind of interesting because he's fulfilling an obligation. The magician's dead, yeah, he's been dead for golly at least six hundred years.
1: God, where's the wellspring of power coming from
0: uh apparently it's there's there's a couple of places that he is able to feed off of oh, wow not actual humans now in but, general yeah.
1: um magic of that level is insane because yeah, yeah. remember we said physics right mm-hmm. there's a limit <laughs> i have a finite amount of
0: energy, energy yeah.
1: in my body right my body can absorb energy from the air Mm-hmm. from the surroundings. I can eat food, I can ground, mm-hmm. I can do all those things. There's a finite amount of energy mm-hmm. that I'm going to be able to use in my lifetime.
0: Yeah, apparently it's I think one of the things was it's supposedly a ley line. Oh,
1: that was There's right. a ley
0: line that he's actually sucking into.
1: Um there's a finite amount of it. So for me to, for example, cast any sort of spell or create a servitor to outlive me would require me tapping it into either a second living being, yep. which is his own set of problems, mm-hmm. or um, attaching it to something that is ongoing, like right. um, a ley line or yep. something like that, and um, the reality is I've been asked before, well, I feel like my family's cursed or I feel like there's a generational curse. <laughs> right. And my answer to that is always, nope. Yeah. But you don't know. No, I know. But, um, <laughs> no, no, um, no one does that because that would require you attaching something to your generational line. Right. That would require the caster to attach something to their generational line. Which is in its own set tricky. What if your kids don't have kids? Right. <laughs> um, and that's also, you know, uh, really messy because you're breaking consent laws. It's, oh yeah. It's, just, it's a no.
0: It's it's black magic.
1: It's it's wildly black yeah. magic. No. To
0: do that kind of stuff. Now, like I said, the the night the night story isn't. That's more gray magic.
1: That's a different um, one because that is. A protector attached yeah. to a ley line.
0: Yeah, and the reason that I think he didn't give him a, a dissipation because date... Because he
1: doesn't need a conscious controller anymore because he's well, already got his instructions. That's part of he it. he just needs the fuel source. But I
0: think that the reason he didn't give him a dissipation date is because they probably thought... Which is true, the castle is still there. Mm. They probably really thought that, once again, like most of the the English mm-hmm. thought especially, was that the Empire will continue forever. Uh, so yeah, why not create this to do this? It's like now once again that gets that gets tricky as well because if the castle gets destroyed, then more than likely either one of two things is going to happen: either he's going to dissipate because the castle's gone,
1: or, or, he or begins to protect the grounds the castle once occupied. He might,
0: or well, I guess there's a third option too, or he might go insane.
1: Or he goes rage fault.
0: That that could be a potential as well, and therefore seeks revenge on whoever destroyed the castle.
1: Or that could be why the castle hasn't been destroyed yet.
0: That's a possibility as well. Um, however, I know that nuclear weapons are pretty good at knocking out everything. Yeah. So um, I haven't seen any magic yet that can stop that. So, uh, but yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> all these all these fun fun stories here. Oh
1: yeah, fun stories. But
0: the the reality is, yeah. The the servitors are they can be so if you have one which is I talked about I write things out and everything I'll actually either crudely draw I'm not I'm not a great drawer okay um, I'm not an artiste, but as long as I may draw or I'll get a object that's going to represent whatever that servitor I want that servitor to look like mm. so. For instance, if I want the Servitor to, well, there would be a good example. If I wanted the Servitor to look like, at least for me now in this day and age, if I wanted my Servitor to be like this great protector that's kind of like a knight-type deal and everything like that, I might actually go get like a G.I. Joe. You know what I mean? The the G.I. Joes. And you could get any G.I. Joe you want. You could get, not Cobra, right, because Cobra's the bad guys, so G.I. <laughs> Joe, you know, one of the G.I. Joes, you get one of those guys. And, and you could get the big figures if you want. Yeah. You could get the little ones with the Kung Fu grip, you know, yeah. all that. Whatever you wanted to get. And it's just a representation. Yeah. So you can form it in your mind, and it helps sometimes, especially to if your visualiz- is visualization isn't necessarily either up to that par level or it's one of as you just need that to, to visualize, like, okay, this is what this servitor is going to look like. Yeah. And therefore, I want to make sure that I have a good idea, because it's the same thing with making sigils. You know, you want your sigil there, but once once everything's done, usually we destroy sigils. Yeah. And there's some specific stuff with that. We'll talk about sigils in another one. But, you know, your sigil you don't need it to stay around. Just like the same thing with the G.I. Joe. You can probably go put the G.I. Joe away, you can let the kids play with it, whatever. Yeah. As long as you didn't pour whatever you wanted into that actual figure, <laughs> don't let the kids play with it then. Uh, but it's one of those, you know, you you take that figure away because you don't need it. Because yeah. it's like, okay, I, I already know what this, what this looks like and what it's going to do, and I've told it all those things, and therefore, okay. And now you might be surprised, this would be the other part, it, you might be really surprised when it shows up. Yeah. Um, it usually is a, especially it, like, even if you know what you're doing, even if you if you you're like, okay, this is going to work, and you really believe, and the first time it happens, it's it's a take your breath away moment, like,
1: yeah, oh, that worked, yeah. like you
0: know, because it's like, oh my goodness, and some of them. I would say the, the, other, the other warning I would have is don't make anything that, lo- that looks monstrous, okay? Yeah. Uh, monsters are, are monsters for a reason, which is why I said, like, for instance, I would use a G.I. Joe, not a Cobra. Cobra's the bad guys. I don't want to have any of those connotations from my subconscious, or even conscious, going into the creation of that. Yeah. And therefore, okay, well, well, you're a Cobra, so you're a bad guy. I, I don't want that. I want the good guys. I want, you know, all those different things. Same so thing. So, I
1: almost never make mine anthropomorphic. Really? Really. Okay. Mine are always animal in shape.
0: Interesting. Why?
1: Um, because I do animal magic.
0: Well, I got that.
1: <laughs> um, just because I relate to them better. I'm better okay. able to um, control the outcome and control okay. what's going into them if I don't make them anthropomorphic. I got you. Okay.
0: Uh, and um, uh, once again it's and, a preference
1: and not that I'm trying to hobble them mm-hmm. but I don't want them to be more than I need them to be it's not good for them it's not good for me yeah I understand so if I make it more animal in form I can limit its abilities I can sometimes limit yeah. it, if I need to I can limit its intelligence Ah, okay. I can limit other things. Um, yeah, I it, understand. It, it's a safety measure.
0: Yeah, I got you. I got you.
1: But, I'll, but yeah, also because so much of my magic revolves around animals and remnants of life and oh, things yeah. like that. It just works better for me. Yeah, I got you.
0: Which, once again, see, so it's a preference thing. And, mm-hmm. you, and that actually is a good point. Like, I don't... <laughs> When I make mine that are anthropomorphic, I don't necessarily want them to be stupid. Like, I don't want to limit their intelligence necessarily. F- but they also... It depends
1: on what I want them to do.
0: Well, they also... Well, I get that. They also know that, you know, okay, hey, here's what here's what you were created for, here's what I want you to do, and here's what I want you to, oh. to dissipate back into the ether. And they're actually really good about understanding all that, but I also... I guess it's from... <laughs> I guess it's from leading people for so many years Mm -hmm. that I do want to have you be able to think and not necessarily to be able to, you know, do things beyond what, what they were created for, but just to be able to think. Yeah. So that that way, yeah, it's, Well. I don't know, it just feels, it feels better, I guess. It feels better to me. no,
1: And, and you want them to, yours to be more dynamic.
0: Yeah, that, actually, yeah, there you go, because...
1: Whereas I want mine to be more specific. I got you. Um, But also, in dealing with animal spirits, sometimes animals have abilities, be it mental, metaphysical, physical, that humans don't have. Right. You know?
0: Well, yeah, because, like, for instance, like, so I've had to... (laughs) You know, cats
1: think in very different ways than humans are. If you're creating a (laughs) servitor to find something, a cat is like... It it is.
0: Uh, Like for instance, I I created a uh, an eagle one time to be able to take a message to somebody that actually, which caused them to call me, which is what I wanted. Okay. Yeah. And that was their specific purpose. Well, obviously, birds can fly. Yeah. And they fly fast. Yep. So therefore, it's one of those. I wanted a fast flying bird Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: could deliver my message quickly. Because I needed them to call me. Yeah. And, it, and as soon as it did what it did, dissipated back into the ether. By the way, it was made out of an air spirit for anybody that was wondering. Yep. So, yeah, it it got there rather fast, okay? Because, once again, when you tell them what to do, and especially that specific of a request, they're pretty quick.
1: Yeah, they do, they do what they're told to do. <laughs> yeah, so. they're
0: fast. So, I will say that. It, it's... You know, I haven't ever had to... I guess if I wanted to use, like, a land animal, I'd use a cheetah. You know, that type of deal if I wanted that. Um, but it just... Yeah, the, the birds seemed more appropriate at the time, so that's what I did. Oh. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, so, if anyone has any other questions about servitors or tulpas or elementals uh, that were yeah. or created elementals or anything of that nature... Please reach out to us at magicwithak4info.com at gmail at gmail.com. Com.
0: There you ah, go. There you go. I'll
1: get it one <laughs> of these days. I'll get it one of these.
0: But yeah, uh, you can also reach us on the Facebook page. Uh, you can get us there as well. Um, we have yeah, those are those are two real good avenues for getting in touch with us. Uh, Podbean as well. I think you can drop a comment there and. You can you know, ask questions or show ideas, different things like that. Uh, actually, next show we're doing is going to be... Oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to be about movies and TVs that get it wrong,
1: uh, as far as it goes for a- the
0: occult. So this oh, is that's actually... going to be...
1: Guys, let's be honest, y'all have been listening to us, and we've been throwing movie and pop culture references in yeah. for episodes and episodes, yeah. this is going to be a long episode, it's going to oh. be a lot of fun, so I, I hope we, <laughs> I hope everyone really enjoys that
0: one. Yeah, because one of the, and oh, by the way, one of the cool things is I had, I had seen, apparently they're making another Constantine with Keanu Reeves, Yes. so... That'll actually be pretty interesting to see that.
1: I loved Constantine with Keanu Reeves. Well,
0: the funniest part is, though, like, of course, just like with most of his movies that he's done, he's got the John Wick beard still and everything yeah. like that. I don't know if, I, I'm assuming they're going to let him keep it for the, I'm sure, he, yeah. he's probably going to write it into his contract that he's going to keep it. Yeah. And so, it's well as that'll be kind of interesting to see John Wick slash Constantine versus these. It was
1: really weird to see him with the John Wick beard and the John Wick hair as Neo. I'm oh, that oh, absolutely.
0: Weird. I mean, I was waiting for it to just, you know, he was he was gonna be like, "I need a dinner reservation," you know, like. <laughs> it was very, it was
1: very strange. And pull out
0: and pull out the uh, pull out the coins and and be like, you know, instead of instead of them going to like you know figure out the Matrix or anything like that, he's gonna just be like, "I need to go to the Continental." You know, stuff like that. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, I need to see. Is the uh, <laughs> is the manager on the property? You know, like I, th- I expected Lance Reddick to show up. By the way, he's the guy that plays the um, the concierge slash well, basically everything at the hotel. You know, he's a he's a great actor, by the way. Uh, but yeah, that, that just So if so anyone
1: funny. has any uh, movies or TV shows oh, yeah. that they specifically want us to talk about, please let us know. That'll be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, because I can tell you that uh, several of the ones I've already thought of and written oh, yeah. some notes down on is obviously Con- the first Constantine. Mm-hmm. But not only that, but actually the TV show Constantine, which yeah. was great. And of course we've got Supernatural. We've referenced that a lot. Also, the new Netflix show, The Sandman.
1: Oh, that
0: was fantastic! It was a good adaptation of the source material. We're also going to talk
1: about the book and TV show *American Gods*.
0: Oh yeah, that's been interesting. Uh, You know, and there's a whole bunch of other occult stuff out there as far as TV and movies. And like I said, I'm sure we'll we'll probably miss some, but Uh it's one of those. There's a lot, and so yeah, it's. It may be over an hour podcast next time. Yes, it just, may be
1: a two parter.
0: Man, it may be because we really we we love. I mean, I love reading. Uh, of course, watching TV and movies is always a lot of fun. And the, the
1: truth of the yeah. matter is that as much as my mom used to say watching Charmed was going to be a gateway, oh. it was the gateway drug for me, guys.
0: Was is it weird that I used to watch Charm with the sound off? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, on top of that, Zena Warrior Princess is why I started doing martial oh, arts. Mm. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's Dude. how I aged myself right I, there.
0: I tell you what. Um, so ch- charmed. One of the one of the reasons I would turn the uh, the uh, sound off is uh, I would watch Alyssa Milano. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. And of course, yeah, obviously Zena, Lucy Lawless, man. Oh yeah. Gotta love Lucy. She's right. uh, she's amazing. And, which, oh, by the way, there you go. There's another occult one I'll be talk, we'll be talking about is like Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh. Yeah, we'll talk about the Evil Dead films and everything. But yeah, that TV series that came on and she was actually in there. That's what made me think of it. Oh. Those are always fun. Now, the funniest part about that is I even saw a YouTube thing the other day about how Jason Voorhees is a deadite.
1: Oh, like, wow. When you really
0: think about it, it's like, okay, yeah. all right, I could go with that. Hopefully that means that you would have Ash versus Jason. That would actually be a lot of fun. Cool. But anyways, all right, well we're gonna wrap this up, quit rambling on, and we will see you all next week. Y'all have a good day.